And yeah, what if I tried something like this? You know, maybe a It's a little laid back. Maybe you want something a little heavier. Uh, well, probably not heavy, but you're now listening to. Hi guys, how are you? I'm great. I'm great because I just listened to the podcast that you're about to listen to, and it's a really sweet one. I'm very happy about it. My guest this week is Jackie Gallant. Do you know Jackie Gallant? You do, if you live in Montreal. If you don't live in Montreal, and really, why should you? This place is a hellhole. <laughs> it's kind of is. I was going to say I'm joking. I'm not joking. I'm looking out at feet of snow. I feel like I'm going to die every day on the street. I'm not going to lie to you guys about that. I do. I get very cold in the winter. It gets, what, what has it been recently? Oh, just minus 23. Like, that's normal. That's Celsius, by the way. I don't know if you're American listeners or what, but minus 23 is is some remarkable bullshit. Minus 23. And I get very cold, and I have mittens. Sure, I do. But I have to take them off in order to make the lock, you know, get the key in the lock on my front door. And um, I know I have about a 10-second window to make that happen. And if for any reason it gets stuck, if the key gets stuck, if I drop the keys, if something, if, if I can't open my door in 10 seconds... I'm going to die on my porch. That's how I feel every day. I'm like, well, okay, here we go. Let's see what we can do. Oh, it's, oh guys, it's horrible. But that's not what I meant to say. What I meant to say was this. If you don't live in Montreal, good for you. Enjoy your life. Look outside and just know that it could be so much worse. No, I think what I was going to say was, if you live in Montreal, you already know Jackie Gallant. She's many things. You know what she is? She's a musician and she's a performer. What does she do? She composes, she improvises, and she performs for what? Dance, video, and film. So many things. She's everything. She's just an all-around performer. Um, she began her musical career, at least, as a drummer. Did you know that? For like many Montreal rock groups. Um, and you may know her from Lesbians on Ecstasy. That's a super fun thing. Um, and she's toured internationally with them. She's toured with Lala Human Steps. She's, she's many things to many people. But to you today, she's a voice. You'll see what I'm talking about. Also, heads up here. Listen to the end if you're interested in hearing me freak out. Um, you may think that this is an intimate podcast. You may feel as though we have intimate conversations. You may feel as though I reveal my heart to you. And I do in many ways at times, sometimes. I don't know if I do or I don't. The point is this. Shit got real at the end of this podcast. And you can hear that if you want. Um, I also want you to know that one of the groups that we mention is First Aid Kit. Um, Jackie's pretty much obsessed with them at the moment. I don't think she'll mind me telling you that. She's obsessed with them. And the song that we reference is Emmy Lou. So you can look that up if you want. Emmy Lou, first aid kit. Check it out. They're Swedish sisters. It's uh, not easy to say. Swedish sisters. Oh, and this is what else I wanted to tell you guys. I don't know if you sing around the house. I don't know if you sing in your everyday lives. Maybe in the car. That's a more normal place for people to sing. In the shower. Where do people sing? Just locked in a closet alone in your room? I don't know what you do. If you're singing, good on you. Keep it up. If you're not singing... Why don't you do it? Have you listened to this podcast today? Why don't you sing a little bit? Let, let your voice out. Who cares if it's, quote, good? You know what I mean? Who's making that ass ass assumption and judgment? And nobody but you. So just open your voice. Get into it. Just sing. Just sing, guys. I want you to do that for me as your little bit of homework. Can you do that? All right. Okay. So I'll just kick it off right now like I always do. All right. Kick. The question is, what's up with your voice? 
What's up with your voice? Or. Or. What's up with your voice? What's what's up with your voice? 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 There's a few ways we could start this off. Well, it's interesting that we're using our voices to say what's up with your voice. I know. Hmm. Can you do a parody of your voice? Wow. Because, for example, my parody of my voice, how I hear myself sometimes is like, hey, what's going on? What's up with your voice? (laughs) Like That would be me doing a parody of what I think my voice can sound like. Yeah, I also have a similar uh, idea of my voice as being really kind of girly, little young. Yeah. Yeah. Like high and sort of timid and... Really? Yeah, yeah. That's not my impression of your voice. Well, then that's another thing because we don't hear our voices except in our heads when they come out, when the voice comes out of your head and you're inside your head, it sounds completely different from when you hear it recorded. Recorded. I think, I could be wrong about this, but I get the impression that most people do not enjoy the sound of their recorded voice. I would concur. Or maybe those are just the most vocal people. I guess nobody's really like, I love the sound of my recorded voice. <laughs> it's not really normal to say that. Well, I mean, if you're singing, I guess. Yeah. But if you're just talking. Do you think about weird. your voice when you're just talking, not when you're singing? Yes, because often when I'm super, because like, I'm super shy. And so when I, um, when I have to talk in front of like maybe more than one person, or even when it's just one person, that can be really kind of freaky, is that my voice will betray me and I'll go and get it, you know? Like really? It, it'll just get a little bit shaky. It, so is that on stage or just in life? Um, that's in life. On stage, it never happens. I'm usually okay. Okay. So if you were at a party and there were maybe three people and you kicked off a story. I w- my voice would start, would do a little thing. Really? And, and I'd also get a little facial tick. Really? Yeah, because I'm, I'm yeah, I hide it, but I'm like super shy. That's interesting. So that's when I think about my voice. I always think before I, I'm going to speak, um, and it's always when I'm talking about myself. Do you know, I, I get mm. a little of, of that too, I think, at a mm-hmm. party or something. Yeah, that's I get more way more self-conscious. Yeah. But the singing, I mean, when you, now, you sing. Well, we can get into that. Yeah, that's a, that's, <laughs> that's a loaded but, but, statement. But if you... Um, do you find do you find that you have how how do you feel when you hear yourself back as like singing versus talking? Um, I don't mind. Well, I'll talk for a minute about I'll talk for a minute about singing because this is how I this is how this happened. <laughs> I don't mind it. This is how it happened for me. Was I um, long story short, just picked up a ukulele one day, and then they're fun, they're easy, so. I just started writing songs, and I don't know how to write songs. I don't know anything um, about music, but I guess I figured something out that I could like play a few chords and make a silly song and do it on mm-hmm. stage. And then the next thing I know, now it's like crazy. Like I've sung on TV, broadcast in Australia, broadcast in Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so that's really crazy to me that that should become a thing because I didn't even, I never sang, I never really did anything like that. Yeah. But what happened was, because I had an idea, I took it to the stage and like. I would call my voice passable, like it worked to communicate the idea. Mm-hmm. The feedback I got immediately was everyone's like, oh, you have a really sweet singing voice. I'm like, oh, I had no idea. So when I hear it, like if I watch a clip of TV, something on TV, I guess that's what matters to me because it has the most reach. Mm. Um, when I hear it, I just go, okay, it sounds okay. Mm-hmm. Like it, it mm-hmm. like 
I wasn't crazy off key or anything like that. Right. Um, so I don't have many, f- I don't have too many feelings about my singing voice, I guess, other than that. Huh. So if you, but if you were to just like hear it back in, without thinking about who it's reaching, just in terms of how you feel about my singing voice, the sound of it. Yeah. Yeah. I would like it to have more range, I guess. Mm. I get, you know, maybe I do have feelings about this. One thing that I think is good about it is because I'm untrained we can also talk about more, more about that in a second. Oh, yeah, for sure, um, yeah. But because I'm untrained, I, I do think I'm onto something where my singing voice is kind of like my speaking voice. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. I think that's a good thing. I'm yeah. certainly, I'm not putting anything on. Yeah, well, that's, so, the, that's a huge thing, is that whole thing about um, my, when I hear someone singing, they can, they can have this really um, trained voice but it's absolutely devoid of any anything that connects with me. Mm. But you know what? You know it's this weird thing. Like you were saying about how it's kind of like an extension of your speaking voice, and that's the same thing with my voice when I sing. Like I don't. But some people, you know, they'll talk to you like, "Hi, how's it going?" Whatever. And then when they start to sing, it's like they sing, and yeah. it, it totally changes. And it's like, oh, that's it's a it's like a whole other animal just came out of this person, and it's not the the. It's like a whole other other thing, but I like like this whole the American Idol and the voice and all that. It just feels like voice Olympics, mm. you know. And I always it's about belting and yeah, and also this big. like being able to jump an octave or do all that. Oh, what's her name? Christina Aguilera business. Yeah, Christina Aguilera <laughs> business. <laughs> you know. Yeah, she's yeah, she's like the queen of that. Whatever, but. Um, Oh, this just reminded me of this this thing that happened. I had to I had to videotape. I worked for a university, and I had to do a videotaping of an entire day um, of uh, workshops of scat jazz. Oh my god! I, I love scatting. Oh, you! No, oh my god! It was like you couldn't have you couldn't have prescribed like a, a more hellish experience for me. Yeah. And I was sitting there the whole time. And then at night they had a concert and they had to out scat each other. Oh my god! So they were like throwing it down in this in the scat thing, but it was it was so obnoxious. And then after I was like completely fried, and I took a cab, and the cab guy had the jazz vocal oh, radio God, no. station so it's like i would just my journey in hell <laughs> so, yeah just all day yeah. all day scatting do you remember any of the um interesting noises that they made well, i can only think of a few syllables for scatting well they 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 scoobity wah but they also oh, yes. do this thing where they drop their voice to this like all of a sudden they're really like blowing <laughs> yeah it was it was horrible but (laughs) but i also like yeah i just have a problem with this i i I wonder whether i should take singing lessons because i'm afraid i'm it's gonna like sound like i've taken singing lessons you know i think i think the goal of good singing lessons is to really unlock your natural voice and not necessarily put one on Mm -hmm. um i'll tell you i did i should this is, here's where all my guilt comes in. I'm like, I should get back into it. And I should. But there was a moment where um, I was taking singing lessons with Amanda Mabro. Have you mm-hmm. ever run into her? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she's awesome. Canadian singer. And um, I was taking singing lessons with her because I was like, well, people are asking for songs and they're putting me on TV. I should maybe learn how to sing <laughs> so that I don't make a fool of myself. And it was 
it's kind of like therapy. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, and, I'm, and now everyone's going to know, but I should definitely go back because I feel like the last lesson we had might have been the one where I broke into tears. And I'd been doing it, but, mm. you know, everything was fine. What was really hard for me, I think, was she was giving me a lot of praise, and I don't do well with praise. Mm, yeah. I do well with, like, I'll show you who I am. I'm just a young, scrappy upstart. But when someone's like, you're actually really amazing, I'm yeah. like, no, I'm not. <laughs> it's like the worst. But we did have this breakthrough where, I mean, I had no idea that singing in the voice is so connected. Uh-huh. To oh you know emotions it's and the most psychology, vulnerable and... thing you can do. Absolutely, like, totally. Yeah. yeah, like when I was. It's funny because when I was a kid, I have a sister who's a couple years older than me, and she would sing around the house, and I can remember like you know trying to sing along, and we always just sounded like we were. It was just terrible. It always sounded like. <laughs> and she said to me, "You're just tone deaf," and I oh, carried that no. with me yeah. forever until just recently. Like, and then I started. I. Uh, I'm a drummer, so I played in I played drums and bands, and that I didn't really sing. And then I started my own band, and I wrote all the songs, and so I sang. But I had this idea in my head that I had to sound something like Joan Jett, or like I had to be a rock because it was like a rock band. So I put on this kind of like tough voice, which yeah. is just um just don't have that. <laughs> so I just sounded like it was it was completely not um, not me. And then I I. Uh, I had this exchange with this, uh, do you know Molly Sweeney? She's yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where I taught her a little bit about drumming stuff. We would just hang out basically and I'd, I'd like show her some drum stuff and then she would list, she graciously listen to me sing. Yeah. But at the time she said, you know, you're you're singing exactly on key all the time. Like you're you're right on. And I, I that was and that was just not that long ago. And that was the first moment where I thought, hey, maybe I'm not tone. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> Oh, that's such a but, hard thing to carry around, and yeah, gosh, but these offhand comments that people make when you're little—they yeah, have no but, idea. I mean, she's super great and everything. No, fuck your sister. Yeah. She yeah, ruined you for her. decades. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she used to do this thing too because we have the exact same speaking voice. Really? Yeah. And when we were we were younger, she, you know, if one of my friends called, she would answer the phone and pretend to be me to kind of oh get gosh. info about me. And then one time, I was away from home. This is when I was an adult, and I phoned home, and I had an answering machine, and she had phoned, and the answering machine had picked up, and she, I guess, got confused, so she kept just going, hello, 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 so I phoned, oh my gosh. and I, so I heard hello, and then I went hello, and then I heard hello back, and I swear to God, there was a moment where I thought, well, I don't need to pick up my messages because I'm home. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I felt like there was just this really fleeting moment where That's I, so I was actually convinced that I was talking to myself and that I was home. <laughs> that is crazy. <laughs> blew my mind. Yeah. Oh my yeah, goodness! Isn't that weird? Hello, hello. Oh my god, hello, hello. Oh, I'm home. I don't need my messages after all. <laughs> that is so weird. Isn't that weird? Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I, this is somewhat similar. I had lived in Mexico for years. And got a little bit estranged from my family, who lives in upstate New York. Mm-hmm. So uh, two years after not having heard them very much, I mean, I'd call home once in a while, and not having even heard English that much, I went home to upstate New York, and there's a regional accent there, which I was mm. never really aware of before mm-hmm. I had gone away. So I went home, <laughs> and my mom has the regional accent. It's like this. It's not very different from my own voice, but, you know, it's cute, and it is what it is. I went home. 
And, you know, we must all have a real emotional connection to our mother's voices, which mm-hmm. I didn't mm-hmm. realize. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went home sure. and every woman sounded to me like my mother. So I'd be in the grocery store and I'd hear someone yeah. two aisles over be like, do we need any more cereal? What? And my heart was always leaping out of You'd my go chest. go running up, mom. No, everywhere. It was always mom, mom, mom in the library. It was like, it was like that for three days. And then yeah. I realized like, okay, my mom has this regional accent. You yeah. haven't heard it in a long time. So when I lived there, I guess I was acclimated to the nuances and not everyone sounded to me like yeah. my mom. But yeah. having been away, I was like... But that emotional connection is just so... It's like, and also like I was thinking about, um, you know how when you're with someone and then and you you can you you're away from them and then just your voice like you just like will talk for like six hours to them yeah. on the phone. So what you doing? Now? <laughs> yeah, totally. And it's just that kind of like, oh, it's your voice, and that's kind of all you have. But it it you know it has this super strong thing. Yeah, it's really great. Yeah, and I think that like just the that whole thing that you were saying about like being vulnerable when when you sing like mm-hmm. um I, I can like i can remember a couple of years ago i had had this big huge space to myself uh it's called the darling foundry and it's got this really great reverb stuff and i was in there for another project and then at night i had the place to myself and it's it's like an old um steel mill or something it's like some crazy building and i had an acoustic guitar and, and uh, a bottle of wine <laughs> and I was just and singing and I was recording it and you know I did the same song like a, maybe three times and if you listen to it you can't really tell like I do it kind of the same each time mm-hmm. but there's only one where I actually it, I had an emotional connection to the words really strongly mm-hmm. and instead of just singing the the thing the notes I was actually understanding what I was saying and I was communicating. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And when you hear it back, you can tell that it's the one, it's the right take or whatever the hell you want to call it. Mm -hmm. But there's no tangible thing that you can put your finger on to go, why? Like, what is it that is actually making you understand that this person is feeling it? Because technically it's the same. Mm -hmm. But there's something, it's like it's some... It's it's not measurable, yeah. you know. So that's kumbaya. Really <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been starting to write um, songs at home for the first time that aren't comedy songs, that they're not for consumption, and I'm just mm-hmm. doing it for myself. And I'm finding that as well. It's really interesting. I'm re- like recording yeah. them on my phone and listening back. And um, yeah, when you feel emotionally connected to it, it changes everything. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's when I was. I mean, I did everything kind of backwards because. Like, you know that cliche of, you know, this teenage girl with the acoustic guitar in her bedroom, like, you know, pouring her heart out. And there's a there's so many YouTube videos. Yeah. I really wanted to do like a video just editing all that stuff together of like sincere, honest teenage girls in their bedrooms with their acoustic guitar. Yeah. You know? And there was always those girls in, in high school, you know. And I was the antithesis of that, you know, punk rock, like completely no way like that was not my like i i love patty smith and that voice was the voice that got me through my yeah. adolescence was patty smith's voice which is in no way that sort of sweet folky thing and then you know played in a whole so many rock bands and so much like just this rock person that i am and then a couple of years ago i i just got all 
all of a sudden had this, I bought an acoustic guitar and <laughs> I started listening to first aid kit and, and, you know, and then, and also writing songs and singing them. And I realized that because I, I thought after like, um, I was, uh, after I left this band, the, the lesbians on ecstasy, after I left them, I kind of took a break and I didn't even listen to music at all. Mm-hmm. How, for how long? Oh, oh. I, I just never had it in the house for like months after that. Yeah. Like I didn't, I'm not the type of person who can put music on and putter around because I'm just so, I just pay attention so much to yeah. it. But I really just was just, I just didn't want to hear music at all. Yeah. And then when I heard them, it was so sincere and there was no irony. And it was completely emotionally what it was. Up front, there's just no hipster irony. It's just these these two kind of weird Swedish sisters whose whose voices like together have this power. Like when their voices like hit together, it's just what the hell, you know? It's like yeah. superhuman. And it was almost like uh they did they just served to rinse they were like a rinse. I could like I just li- had to listen to them for like I listened to them only them for like months. And that was a way to kind of cleanse me or something. That's oh, God, am I I'm really combined? <laughs> Holy moly. No, that's okay. You can go for it. We're talking about our voices, our, our authentic selves. Oh, yeah. And then so now I can, you know, I can, I can listen to anything now and just have an appreciation for it. I'm so, I'm so excited about music again and my own work. Like I do like sound art stuff and, mm-hmm. you know, and I work with, with dance and all this stuff and, and, and I'm so excited about everything now. And it just felt like I needed them to rinse everything because it was so pure. It just came from this really pure p- place that I, I, I guess I had, I felt like I was jaded or I don't know what it was, yeah. whatever burnt out from the road or whatever yeah and and they they kind of and so and then i thought what's the scariest thing that i could possibly do uh because i've i've performed in various capacities what's this what's the thing that would scare me the most and it was play acoustic guitar and sing Mm -hmm. so i've sort of been doing that a little bit here and there yeah that's great you know i i tend to approach things the same way if something's really scary Mm mm-hmm I'm like, oh, well, I guess I have to do that now. Like, yeah. I just know that that's generally yeah. a way to kind of follow your path or open yourself up yeah. as a person. Well, I can't imagine, like, standing in front of people and trying to make them laugh. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, I do, I, I do do that anyway in yeah. some way, shape, or form. But in, like, with, with you know, with jokes. Yeah. That's, you know? I don't know. I, my, my, classic, um, my classic little self-deprecating joke about that is that... Um, when I started comedy, people were like, oh, you're really comfortable on stage. You seem really comfortable on stage. That was mm-hmm. the feedback that I got immediately. Mm-hmm. And that just made me laugh. I was like, oh, ha ha. Uh, that's because I'm just equally uncomfortable fucking everywhere. <laughs> so <if laughs> I'm faking it on stage. I'm faking it in life. That's it's all right, working yeah. out. So I guess it is pretty scary. But to me, it's not scary. Because it's like, what's the worst that's going to happen? It's like, oh, people aren't going to like me. That's yeah. kind of what I think is happening all the time anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, yes. It doesn't come from the healthiest place, but at least, you know, I found a way to make a living out of and all the... And now you're, you're writing songs. Like, yeah. Well, I'm writing like little jokey songs, but now I'm also just at home doing my own thing. Right. Well, well I told, you were telling me about um, your project Rehearsal, yeah. the capital H-E-R in the middle. Re- H-E-R. Rehearsal. Yeah. Where you write feminist... Feminist anthems, yeah, yeah, with my friend Dana, um, and and then we um, we've done 
yeah, we've done one one performance, and we just kind of hang out on the the idea is that we hang out in the periphery of an event and we're never actually ready to go on stage so we just kind of the the place we did it at is a um there's a basement and it, we just hung out by the bathrooms and <laughs> and we sang these anthems and whoever went by could sing them along with us we had the lyrics up on it like a transparency an yeah. old slide thing um but one of the songs is it's time for feminists to rise up it's time to heed the call. It's all like all feminist um, and stuff about like different uh, uh, figures in history, important female figures in it's history. So great! It's so funny. Yeah, I but to catch it sometime. Yeah, we're, we'll we'll be. I don't know. I, I also love the symbolism of doing it in the basement by the bathroom. I know, and <laughs> it was so yeah, because it's so like well, yeah, that's it. Here we are, relegated to this place yeah yeah <laughs> again but, and also just saying the word feminist like a million times in people's faces is so take fun. it take it take it um you know you want it I, I won't say too much about this project on the podcast because it's coming out soon and i told you about it but mm. basically i uh recorded a rap recently and i had to confront my own voice in a way that I never really did before. I told you, yeah. like, my parody of my voice is that I'm like this. Mm. But in the rap, I was like, wow. Like, I just, I feel like I just have a sweet voice and there's no escaping it. I can't <laughs> do anything else. So the rap is really <laughs> funny because <laughs> I can't, I'm not like, yeah, I'm just like, <laughs> you can do the octave changer thing or whatever where you like drop it down. Drop it. Yeah. And I can't. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I can't, I, the whole thing with the rap and that kind of, like, I don't, I don't speak very much in real life. And I find when I write songs, I, I write them very lyrically sparse, mm. probably as a reflection of the fact that I don't speak very much. <laughs> um, and, you know, people who can, who can, like, are, are, have that way with words, especially the, like, hip hop stuff is, it's just fascinating to me because I don't, I'm always about, like, the, the kind of less is more mm -hmm. sort of cryptic kind of lyrical writing style, you know? Yeah, I like that. I I think I have to admit that I talk a lot in life. Mm. I don't think of myself that way, but that is how it gets reflected back to me. There is There's the stage, that's one thing, but then it's also like get me going and I can just talk mm -hmm. about anything. For I guess, yeah, it depends. Uh, with me, if, if it's like one-on-one, -on -one, then I'm, I'm much better. I'm like a super, I'm a classic introvert. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I do a lot. I have like one person over all the time. Yeah. Do you know what? I'm, I'm introverted in that way too. I mm. like, I like those kind of connections better. But I've been having people over the speaking of voice. I've been doing this more where uh, I'm having people over to sing with me. It's so cool. I know. And, and um, it's always really awkward the first little while and you can tell in in your own voice and in other people's voices what level of comfort you're at mm -hmm. in terms of singing together in terms of showing that vulnerability of singing because singing is just this it's you're just it's basically barfing up your emotions <laughs> in tune yeah hopefully um and then i notice like as uh um you know if you've been together a couple of times singing then it reaches this point where you just relax and you've all that. It's almost like there's this little layer 
of protection between you and the world that is totally noticeable on your voice. Mm-hmm. And it comes, I think, a lot of it from the breathing. If you're really like kind of like uptight and you're not breathing properly, then your your voice is going to sound a bit. But then when you get like when I get people over here and we've sing singing, we've done it for a, a few times, then like it's just something becomes unlocked. Yeah, people are know? more open and yeah. I I think about the um physical changes that need to go on to sing or I always think of that when and I don't really watch these shows but I've caught them a few times like The Voice or X Factor Mm -hmm. or something and like someone wins Mm -hmm. so you imagine that their emotions are really high Mm -hmm. and then they're like now sing like two seconds after (laughs) and then there they are just belting it out I'm like I really admire that control and what it would take like you imagine your heart would be racing and you may be short of breath and you're like what I just won and then there they are just like free and open yeah Yeah, that's that whole training thing like yeah. I find when I now I've been I'm just like I work at home a lot and I'm just sort of doing something and I'll be like all of a sudden I'll get this I have to sing and then I'll just to kind of release something and then I'll kind of I'll sing a little song I'll yeah. play a little guitar thing but um, each time I do it I I find that I it it it's easier and these people with this technique thing it's also about like I find if I'm sort of slouching comes out different and there's i mean mm-hmm. you know you've got your like celine dionitude you know those people who are just like that's their they train yeah. it's like they're like athletes this was the cool thing about taking lessons with amanda her philosophy is that it's singing is is just a physical thing it's very much in the body it's about um you know training your vocal cords and your muscles and your lungs and whatever mm-hmm. it is mm-hmm. And that absolutely anybody can do it. It's like physical conditioning. It's like a, right. a just a question of knowing how to use your body in that way. Huh. So that was interesting. But what I loved about taking lessons with her, she'd give me these really esoteric and weird directions that would yeah. work. Like, I'd, yeah. you know, she'd have me standing up straight and doing all these things. And then she'd be like... Now sing through your eyes. I'm like, what? Like, I didn't even know what that meant. But I would do it and it would be right on. It was really interesting. And she'd trick me into going way past my comfort level, especially with the high notes. I had some mental block about Mm -hmm. being able to do that. And she would trick me and then afterward be like, that was actually an octave higher than you thought you could five minutes ago, but you didn't know that you were doing that. Wow. Yeah. So it, it was fascinating to me how how many mental blocks there can be yeah and this whole thing about like i guess if she's saying that it that it's um that it's a physical that anyone can do it and it's a physical thing then it sort of negates the whole tone deafness that yeah thing and it's just a matter of knowing physically when you hit the right note do you know what i mean yeah maybe it's feeling it in your body if you can't hear it as well yeah there's that thing too when you're trying to sing with somebody else and and you're I'm terrible at doing harmonies. I always just do what, sing with the Me other too. one. Me too. I get pulled sing. along. I get pulled I know, along. I know. But when you do hit that harmony thing, mm-hmm. that um, you you sort of feel it. Some like it's like a little vibration or something like that. You're in the right place. Mm-hmm. And when I was when I was kind of doing my noisy rock band um, singing thing, <clears throat> often like you can't really hear. You know, I spent so many years playing drums in bands, and I I never 
I never actually listened to the singer because it was always some just sounded like some barking. <laughs> thing. I guess I was, I was I was in a lot of bands with barking singing, but uh, uh, you should stop being a part of those dog bands. Yeah, <laughs> Jackie and the dog band. Oh my um, gosh, I want to see that now. That um, when when I would be in that rock band, I'd be singing it. Often I couldn't hear myself at all at like shows. Like you're playing, you know, a show and you didn't have a sound check, and I can't hear myself at all. And so I would just go by the feeling of it, how it felt in my throat if I was in the right place. Oh wow! Yeah, often I'd be horribly wrong, but <laughs> but uh, but that's what you I would? went with. How would you know? <laughs> you wouldn't know, right? No, but I you, there because it, it was like a familiar feeling singing. You know, like. Oh, I'm singing that note, and that's sort of how it would feel when I could hear it. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of, yeah. It's not the best method. I don't recommend. I've been having a thought for a while. I think we, we need to wrap it up soonish. I was wondering. Is that the thought you've been having? Well, the thought I've been having <laughs> is I was wondering if I should stop this and maybe make it so that we can edit it if we're not going to do this. But I thought. I was wondering if I could get you to sing. Well, us to sing. Well, you, and no, then no, maybe no. us, and you know, we've... Uh, oh, it has know. to be us together. What could it be, though? I don't know. We've never done this before. No, but we'll we'll just do it. Should we just do it? Yeah, let's just do it. Okay. okay. I'm going to pause the podcast, because I okay. somehow feel like we need to prep. Yeah, we do. We do. do we? I've got my guitar. Let's. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay. Okay, so I've suggested that we sing. Jackie has taken out the acoustic guitar. Yeah, She's, and then promptly you got all weird. I got all shy and you weird. You queued up a song. You're like, let's do this one. And then I was like, yeah. you do it by yourself. Yeah, you j- and I thought you were kind of kidding, but you're really seriously weirded, like wiggly now. Yeah, you're really I, and wiggly. I, I thought I was going to be fine. Yeah. I was like, this is what yeah. we're doing. Let's just open up our hearts. It wasn't hearts. my idea. It wasn't your idea. And you were on board immediately. Yeah. And then I started singing and I just saw your face like go, oh. <gasps> So guys, we're still going to do this. I just wanted you to know that that's but honestly what's horror. going on. It's absolute horror. I can see yeah. it. Yeah. And here know? we are. We've just been talking for half an hour. I'm like, yeah, man, yeah. it's all about just I finding your my voice. authentic yeah. voice and just yeah. being who you are, man. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> and I'm right. like, <laughs> but it's what I was saying about the first time you sing with someone. It's well, I mean, and obviously the first time you usually you don't it's not broadcasting <laughs> a little bit. Of, I have the worst ideas. <laughs> but um, yeah, so like, you're, are you going to be OK? No, but we'll do it. <laughs> I'm never OK. No, that was we'll part of it. That was part of the whole thing. Earlier but now too. You're, you're just you're chickening out on the verse as the deal. I'm chickening out on the first verse, most likely. But it's also a song that I don't know very well. And I know the right. chorus. Right. So is that good okay. enough? All right. So and then it'll be nice because you're my guest on the podcast. This is all the justification. <laughs> you're my guest, so you should have a moment to shine. Okay, here's what we're going to do. Moment to shine. It's, this, it's basically, it's basically, yeah, the, the YouTube video of like the, that's, that's me shining. But, uh, but what we'll do is I'll do the verse. Okay. And please just, just pop in anytime okay. on the verse. But I won't. And then <laughs> I'm like, well, okay, sure. Can you, can you, I bet people can hear the kind of wiggliness right now coming through in your voice. In my voice. Speaking of voice. <sighs> if I lied to you, they would hear that. I do, I know that I, if I attempt to lie, which I don't do often and I'm not good at, yeah. my voice gets really high. Wow. And um, Good to know. Yeah, it's already pretty high. My friend gave me 
a friend gave me a, a cupcake once and I'm gluten free and I'm vegan. Mm-hmm. So I didn't eat it. But the gesture was beautiful and I really I understood the gesture for what it was and I mm-hmm. guess I just didn't want to bring it up. So she gave me a cupcake one night and then I went home and of course I didn't eat it because it mm. would wreck me. And then the next day she said, Hey, did you like that cupcake? Hey, how'd you like my cupcake? And instead of just owning up and being like, you know, I just I just wanted that social transaction to be complete and be like, you know, I get it. Thank you. So I was like this. I was like yeah, it was really good. <laughs> and my voice went so high. And she's like, what's going on? And then I had to fess up, but I couldn't even lie about eating the cupcake. Aww. All right. So I can't lie and pretend that I'm going to join tactic you. finished. Yeah, okay, cupcake but I'm not going to join you. I'm not going to join okay, you. Here's, here's my suggestion that I, uh, I it's so weird because I'm, I'm totally, I'm totally wiggly about this too, but I feel like I'm like all the, I'm, I'm like the, oh, it's going to be okay. I love it. You started and I'm going to start singing and you're going to, you're going to hear. You started by saying how shy you are. And then look at this. Look yeah. where we are now. Look, look how far <laughs> we've come. <laughs> um, hey, okay. I'll do the verse. Yeah, okay. We need to do that. If, you know what's good? You know what dancers do? What? They go, oh, to get their, or, or I guess not just only dancers, but I've only seen dancers <laughs> do it, um, uh, or some of them, or maybe just one. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm going to say. Is it just, just the, one? Just the dancer that I know really well. Um, uh, to, to bring their kind of center or whatever the hell it is down low, so you're kind of grounded and all oh, that. Yeah. I'm suggesting that uh, I'll do the verse and you'll jump in, and then we'll do the chorus twice. Okay. Okay, okay we'll do the right. chorus okay, twice. So where should I... Um, we'll stop all of this. We should record through these things, right? Sure, just maybe line these puppies up. You think so? Okay, we'll just put down these mics and we'll do the best we can. Oh, God. <laughs> we'll do why the best I, we can. Why did I suggest this? All right. Okay, here we go, everybody. Okay, so. Oh, God, I just got the wiggles. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to make ourselves do this. No. Hang on a minute. Mm hmm. Yes. Oh, I'm about to sing. Oh, <laughs> okay, we can do this. Winds are coming in. Animal <laughs> You're shaking your head. Wait, we gotta I just, over. I can't join you for the first one. Okay, okay. Because I just don't know it. It's a little intro. Grand and my 
Johnny too No, I'm not asking much of you Just sing, little darling, sing with me Just sing, little darling, sing with me Oh my gosh, we did it! Oh wow! Sweet, high five! <laughs> high five! Thank you so much. Um, that was really lovely. I'm going to give you this so you can be right back into it. Oh my yeah. gosh! Thanks. It was lovely. <laughs> I'm glad you made me do it. So yeah, you have to for over the holidays. We'll have some nog. You can yeah. come over here and and we'll loosen you up. We'll get into it. Yeah. We'll loosen you up. <laughs> we'll loosen it. Good luck, Jackie. <laughs> um, thank you so much. This hey, is one of my favorites. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Questionable at Best is available every Thursday at nomoradio.com. Check out the website to join in on the weekly Questionable at Best comment thread. Head over there. Talk about this stuff with us. Weigh in. Ask more questions. Answer questions. Get involved. Paint a fence. Make it happen. Join the community. I don't know if there's a community, you guys, and paint a fence is not a thing that people say, so I don't know why I just said it. But um, just go over there. I would love to continue this conversation with you. Support for the No More Radio Podcast Network comes from the Montreal Improv Theater. Check them out at montrealimprov.com. Our cool graphic was designed by Charlie Sneaker. Her work is on Instagram, charlie underscore design. That's Charlie with a Y. Do not be fooled. Our super sweet intro and outro music, which you're listening to right now, was composed by comic and renaissance man Mike Carosa. His Twitter is Mike Carosa. That's two R's, two Z's, two A's, although not sequentially. You'll figure it out. Also, I just said renaissance man. If you are listening in the UK, I say to you, renaissance man. I'm Deanne Smith. I have an internet presence. Thank you guys so much for listening. I will see you again next week. You can yeah. come over here and, and we'll loosen you up. We'll get into it. Yeah. We'll loosen you up. <laughs> we'll loosen it. Good luck, Jackie! <laughs>